This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, hour two, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. No guests this hour, did that on purpose. In fact, um, we had a couple of opportunities for guests this hour, but I really wanted to spend this hour talking about the debate last night, which I did not get to see live. And I was corrected a moment ago by Warren, where DeSantis actually did start off last night talking about the economy and the fact that he would have, or he would, and would have fired Fauci. So I thank you for that. I, I stand corrected. I appreciate that correction. I will go through a few things and give you some of my observations. I've got a few things to play. On the same token, if you would like to comment on the either of the things that happened last night, Trump's interview with, with um, Tucker, sorry, I had a... Had a, uh, a brain mishap there for a second. <laughs> Tucker Carlson, I did watch most of that. I did not watch all of Trump's. I did find uh, and had the ability today, and that's why I can play a few things. I did find a, a, uh, a YouTube, which I will mention this person's name. I've never seen this guy before. I just happened to run across it by doing a search on the debate so that I could actually re-watch it because I couldn't watch it last night because, yes, I went and saw a new grandbaby last night, which I thought was more important. And it was. Most of you that are grandparents would know exactly what I mean by that. So to me, that was far more important than watching a bunch of people debate. Now, is the debate important? Yes, it is. And I was able to rewatch it. Now, I watched it on a YouTube channel called Meet Kevin. That's the YouTube channel's name, Meet Kevin. And what I appreciated about Kevin, by the way, and I don't know Kevin from Adam. I'd be straight up honest, never seen this guy before. But what I appreciated, because I found two or three of these, where people had put them up and they were sort of commenting on the debate while the debate was going on. In fact, I had the first one I found was a couple of liberals that I just about wanted to reach through the computer screen and strangle because I couldn't stand all their comments because they were just being such nincompoops. I couldn't do it. So I'm like, well, this ain't going to work. So then I searched a little further and I found Kevin. And Kevin's just a finance guy who does some things on politics because it ties in with what happens in the finance world. And as I was watching Kevin, and I have no idea where Kevin stands politically. I think you get a pretty good idea after watching him go through this. And he said some things at the end where I'm like, yeah, he's not far off of what we believe here. few things he and I might differ on, but hey, we can agree to disagree. That's fine. Now, what he was doing, which was really unique— is Trump's interview was going on at the same time as the debate. So when Fox would go to a break, 
he would play, and you can still watch this, he would play the interview with Donald Trump, President Trump. So you got a little bit of both of what was going on, although I didn't get all of Trump because he, he played the rest of it at the end, but I was running out of time. I'd already spent like two hours going over all of this today, and that's about all the extra time I had on top of the other things I had to get done this morning, show-wise and so on, that I didn't watch all of President Trump's interview with Tucker. But I got enough. I, you know, I, I got enough for the flavor of what was going on. Now, I'll start by saying this. I'll start with Donald Trump. If he would do what he did in the interview with Tucker last night, he would go a lot farther. Even with some of those folks in the middle that don't like him. If he would be what he was last night with Tucker all the time, he might actually have a chance. Problem is, he won't be that person. And, and I say that because one of the first things I saw this morning, even looking around social media and so on, was comments from Trump and or his campaign. I don't know if it's one and the same. I don't know anymore. But, you know, comments like, who won the debate last night? I did. <laughs> you, you can't do that, Mr. President. As much as you may want to brag about that, and you, you weren't in the debate, but you think you won it, and maybe you did, but you, you, and I get it. It's funny, and a lot of his supporters love that, but if you're going to reach across and get the folks in the middle to vote for you, you can't do that. Those are the things I keep talking about. So even though the interview, I thought, went really well with Tucker, and I think he did a great job of explaining certain things, you then go and pull that the next morning. That's what you can't do. So, with all that being said, my synopsis, before I get into details of this and start playing some things from the debate last night, and for me it was probably a little nicer than watching it live because I could go back and forth. I could back up what, what, what really got said there. I want to hear that again. And I was able to back it up, replay it, back it up. That's why it took longer than what the actual debate was to watch it. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying the two governors on the outside, I don't even know their names because I didn't pay any attention because, in my opinion, they're not going anywhere. You won't hear me talk much about them because I kind of even skipped through their comments because they're not going to make it to the second round. So I didn't – maybe that was wrong on me, but I didn't waste my time listening to them. I heard a little bit of what some of them said, but uh, Ace and the guy's name, I can't remember. I didn't even write it down because I don't care. Again, it's a non-issue because they're not going anywhere anyways. Even in regards to other things political, I don't see them going anywhere after the debate last night. Good answers, but, you know, low energy, you know, not, I'm, I'm not saying it right. Some good answers, but low energy, and you can just tell these, these guys are not going anywhere. Chris Christie, I didn't like that guy before last night. I like him even less today. Mike Pence, I can say the exact same things for, and I know a lot of you out there listening like Mike Pence. I don't at all. And I like him a lot less now than I did before last night. And I didn't like him much last night. So I really don't like him at all now. So for a lot of you, you're thinking, what are you talking about, John? He's this great Christian man and blah, blah. Well, you know, he may be. Good for him. But he sucks as a politician. And no, he is not right for our country. And he screwed a lot of things up or missed a lot of opportunities when he was in the White House that he should have done that he didn't. And again, thank you, Warren. 
Ron DeSantis did call him out on some of those things. So what I'm going to do is play a few clips and then I'll talk. This will, I'll do my best to get through all of this in an hour because there were, I believe, I may have miscounted one of these, but there's like nine rounds of different things they went through. This was not a short debate. And again, I don't, I'm not going to play every round. Don't have time for that. It's way longer than what I could get squeezed in. But I'll play a few things. So I'm going to take a break, come back. I'll start playing some things and get into a few things. Now, really, really quick before I do that. The other person that I felt really did a poor job last night, and I actually like the guy. And I know there's folks even that are close to me, Bob Duco and others, who think Tim Scott's really great and could be high VP material. Not after watching last night, he can't. If he doesn't improve his pizzazz, I guess I would call it. Um, yeah, no. He's a no-go for me. Just didn't have crisp enough answers. Didn't have enough energy. Um, he kind of reminded me of the other two governors that I didn't even take notes on because he didn't really say enough to make it worthwhile listening. And I'm, I'm a guy that's listening. Okay, so here's what I'm saying with this. If I said that about him, and I'm tuned into what's going on, I can tell you what everybody else said. Their opinion is probably way worse than even mine this morning. So, Tim, um, I know you're not listening, but maybe somebody can get this message back to him. If he doesn't raise his caliber of delivery, he's not going to go too far, and he's not even VP material. Affordable Interest Mortgage is next. Kurt Rogers and... Kurt will help you, especially those of you that are first-time buyers looking to buy a home. Kurt will walk you through the steps necessary to buy a home, and there's no cost to you to do so. Just call him, and he'll do the rest, 720-895-0500. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the Feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. When your air conditioning isn't working properly, you're sticky, hot, and miserable, and you just want it fixed fast. Absolute Electrical, Plumbing, Heating, and Air have the staff, vehicles, and inventory to do the job right, right now. Smaller companies often have to order parts or come back another day to finish, but Absolute has the staff to repair your AC typically on the same day. Even if you need an entirely new HVAC system installed, in many cases, they can do that by the next day. Absolute's highly qualified technicians also have best-in-class support back in their office in the rare case they hit a snag and need assistance. This means that you don't just get one tech, you have a whole team of techs who will help get your home cooled off without unnecessary delays. 
Right now, for KLZ listeners, Absolute will take off up to $500 for a full AC furnace install. Reach out to Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air today at klzradio.com slash absolute and get cool fast. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. High Five Plumbing, any upgrades you need, including touchless water faucets, they can do all of that and more. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing knows that your drains are out of sight, out of mind. Until they back up, High Five uses a range of high-tech gadgetry to find out what's blocking your pipes and drains. From small augers to big rooters that slice through clogs like a hot knife through butter, they have the tools and knowledge to fix your clog fast, right, and permanently. High Five can solve your plumbing problem fast and educate you on what happened and how to prevent it in the future. Drain clogs can happen far from where you can see and for a wide range of reasons and causes. So when it is necessary, High Five uses a camera system to take video footage of the clog and show it to you so you can stop it from happening again. High Five also offers an enzyme treatment, which is a bacteria that feeds on organic matter like algae, mold, hair, and other clog-causing material to keep your drains running freely. When your drains are gurgling and draining slowly, call High Five for this at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE today or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing. Premier Home Remodels, they watch your entire project, transparency. They'll give you all the information that you need, including the planning of or helping with the planning of as well. KLZradio.com. Premier Home Remodels will customize your home so you can remain in it and grow comfortably for years to come. With their creative expert team, Premier can design the features needed or add the extra space to your home, making it more suitable for your family and safe for you to age in place. They're experienced in retrofitting homes, meeting all your needs now while ensuring you are prepared for the future. Premier Home Remodels will help you design the right changes to accommodate your entire family. And with Premier's years of construction and design experience, they know how to make the aging in place transition just the way you want it. They want you to have a home you'll be excited to live in. Let Premier help you today. Receive 10% off your remodel this month with Premier. Go to klzradio.com slash remodel and let Premier turn your home into the ideal home for you now and in the future. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, we are back. John from Cheyenne, hang tight. I'm going to play a little clip here from the debate last night, and then I'll get to you. Next, go ahead, Charlie. Here we go. The most tested, the most qualified and proven conservative in this race. I was a leader in the Congress of the United States. I led Indiana where we balanced budgets and had a AAA bond rating when I was governor. And as vice president of the United States, we spent funding to, to backfill on the, the, the military cuts of the Obama administration. And then we were there in the worst pandemic Uh, in 100 years. All that being said, I was the first person in this race to say that we've got to deal with the long-term national debt issues. You got people on this stage that won't even talk about issues like Social Security and Medicare. I mean, Vivek, you recently said uh, a president can't do everything. 
Well, I got news for you, Vivek. I've been in the hallway. I've been in the West Wing. A president of the United States has to confront every crisis facing America. I will put our nation back on the path to growth and prosperity and restore fiscal responsibility, just as I did in Congress. All right, I'll stop there because I've got more to say on what he just said there. But before we do that, John and Cheyenne, you're up. Go ahead. Oh, he he annoyed me last night so much that— me if too. it was him, if it was him or, you know, Biden, I would have to seriously consider not voting at all. I, I cannot. I just I mean, if there's an R next to the name, I'm voting. You guys all know that. And, John, I know you would do the same yeah. thing. But I would really, really, really hope it's not him. I mean, some some of that no. that line right there, by the way, and some of what he said prior to that was, you know, explaining where some of today's deficit came from. And the one thing, again, that. I'm critical of, and you guys have heard me say this, and I'm not going to back down from this. Part of our current deficit came from the Trump administration. I realize they spent some money because nobody knew exactly what was going to go on in COVID. But, but John, you and I both know that we spent far too much. We kept things shut down for far too long. We should have done that completely different. And that administration currently today, Pence and Trump, neither one are taking any blame for that. And I blame them for some of that. Now, and that's going to hurt them in the long run, Trump too. Um, but uh, I thought, you know, the best line of the whole thing of the whole night was when they were talking about climate change, and Vivek goes, "Since I'm the only one not in some big donor's pocket." Did you catch that? I did line? catch that. I think I might have a clip of that as I go through this. You stay tuned. Yeah, I may have I, that. But I wanted to just go on it. You know, I cut the cord like you did. And I was looking for a way to watch it live, and it was on Rumble, uh, which is you know right. it's another show. And it was hosted by Steven Crowder. Oh yeah, you know who Crowder? Yeah, and a couple of other comedians. And it was the best debate I've seen in my life because it was like watching an episode of Mystery Science Theater three thousand while they were doing because their commentary. I was laughing out loud for two hours. Interesting. I know it was serious stuff, but the the jokes and everything that they were telling, about, especially about Asa Hutchinson and North Dakota guy and Christie, were hilarious, John. If you have nothing to do, watch at least part of it. It's out there. It's I will, I will try to find it. In fact, I looked on Rumble for some of that, figuring it would be there, John, and I, I could not find it. Oh, okay. But I very, you know, sometimes this stuff gets so serious and the way they just made it funny, I didn't want to change the channel. Does that make sense? Um, Even there. Yes. Yes. I can understand um, that. And the other thing they at the end, they pointed it out and I caught it too, was Tim Scott at the end. He tried to sound like Martin Luther King when he was delivering. Yeah, I noticed that too last did night. And yeah, I too? didn't like that one. Yeah. I, I mean... That's not him. No, it, again, again just Tim, be yourself. Be dynamic. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't be somebody you're not. No, and they were terrible. But the one guy that you're not giving a break to, and maybe you should go back, is the governor from North Dakota. Because the second half of the debate, he kept jumping in and saying, hey, it's my turn, and making some really good points. He made some good points. And I just, again, I didn't really do much with him or the other one because they're not going to go anywhere. They don't have a chance. They don't have a chance. You know, they, they can say great things. The, they're, not, they're not going anywhere. He's the kind of guy that 
if a Republican wins, could be the Secretary of Energy or something. Yeah, you, you could know? give him a place somewhere. Yeah, and and again, that's where yeah. a lot of these guys do this. Everybody always asks, why do they throw their hat in the ring? Because there's cabinet positions and other things down the road they may very well be you know, able to worm into. To talk about real quick, one more second, Christy, he has been bitter since the day yep. he didn't get appointed Attorney General. Yep. And you know why he didn't get appointed Attorney General, right? Well, yeah, he ticked everybody off. No, the real reason is he put Jared Kushner's father in jail when he was the U.S. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Well, that too. And and he says that the kid, who he calls Kushner, told Trump, do not put him in any position of power after he supported Trump through the whole 16 election. Hmm. And I think that's what made him bitter and turned on hmm. Trump more than anything. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Good stuff. John, John good thanks, day. man. Have a good night. Appreciate it. All right. A few other things out of the initial opening, and you heard Pence there. I could play more, but I don't have enough time. Uh, Vivek started strong. At, to John's point a moment ago, said, listen, I'm the only guy that's not bought and paid for by PACs up here which I thought was very appropriate, by the way. Tim Scott, mediocre on the economy, even the spending on COVID. He should have said we shouldn't have spent all that money. And part of that inflation that we have today is because of what Trump started. No one, by the way, said that, which I'm shocked at. Nikki Haley, who I just, I tell you, I I like her, but after last night, I like her less. I'm sorry. I like her less. She was somewhat arrogant, overbearing, talked over other people when she should have just been quiet and listened to what they said. Um, she did mention that the inflation was part of Trump's fault. I'll give her credit, credit there. And she got an applause, by the way, when she said that Trump added $8 trillion in debt. So I'll, I'll give her that. The one thing, though, she started off with is saying that you know, because they had mentioned that you're not very high in the polls, and she, her, her direct answer was, well, I don't care about the polls. They're wrong. Um, uh, Nikki, you should care about the polls because, no, they're not always wrong. Now you sound like every other Republican. No, they're not always wrong. That was first round. Second round, they talked about the climate and a little bit about Hawaii. Now, the one thing that I had to go look up was the gal that was doing the interviewing, or the, you know, running, it was her and Brett Baer running the, the, sh- the shindig. She brings up that there was a buoy off of Florida that reached 101 degrees and climate change this, climate change that. So I had to go look that up, which I did. And yes, there was a buoy that wasn't far from land that reached 101. Now, even a lot of scientists have chimed in on that and said, we don't know... You know, there's no, there's no strict data on ocean temperatures, especially in areas like that where you may have rivers flowing in, you may have other factors, you may have shallower water there. Uh, there's so many things that can affect that that, no, we really don't look at that as reliable data any way, shape, or form. So why in the world she picked that to throw out, given that that's really not even – I mean, it's factual data, but it needs content. And she didn't, of course, add any because – she didn't have time. Now, DeSantis, he got on Biden for being at the beach instead of being in Maui, which, good job. Vivek, he's the one that just flat out said climate change is a hoax. He's not bought and paid for by big business and PACs. And people are dying 
not because of climate change, but because of bad policy. And then he and Christie got going back and forth, back and forth. And he even told Christie, oh, you mean like you hugged Obama back in the day when, you know, you had things going on? Because he and Christie were going at it for just a short time. But and I think I've actually got let me see if I can play this one, Charlie. I've got to get to this is in this particular video. Um, I got to find 31 minutes here. Hold on, Charlie. And for some reason, it doesn't want to allow me to go to 31 minutes. I may have to play this and then stop it. So give me one second here, guys. Let me see if I can get it to scroll to 31. Hold on here. And I can't. Hold on, Charlie. I got to reload. Sometimes these videos, just for you all know, don't always allow me to do what I need to do here on the fly. So give me one second here. I got to skip through the ads and I got to see if I can go to 31, which I should be able to. All right. Here we Go, Charlie. I'll pour my sound up. There we go. Listen, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on. I've had enough. I've had enough already tonight. Okay, this is Chris Christie. He's had enough already tonight. Of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here. (laughs) Okay, I'll give him it. Actually, sounds pretty funny, although it's really not because... And even Vivek is laughing at him. The guy's got a pretty good sense of humor, so I'll give him that. That's good. The That's last good. person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama, and I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight. And then Vivek says, so you're going to come over and give me a hug like Christie was hugging Obama. But, you know, you got to get you have to know a little history to know why. Vivek did what he did there and actually had a pretty good comeback. I don't know if the press or anybody else caught that. I did. Uh, Christie is a very irritated, angry man with a huge, huge chip on his shoulder that's bigger than his stomach. I'm being honest. The guy's got just a chip on his shoulder that will not stop. And I will just tell you right now, if he goes much farther in this, I will be shocked as well because he didn't do well last night either. Uh, Nikki Haley on that whole topic wasn't bad. Talked about subsidies going to China. Uh, She was not, by the way, correct on where EV batteries came from. She said, you know, half of them come from China. Well, no, um, Nikki, the actual batteries themselves probably don't come from there. The parts for them do, but most of the batteries are being made in other places outside of China. Now, she may be right. Maybe it is up to half, but I don't know that she was factually correct in that. Doesn't matter. Bottom line, they're not coming from here in the U.S. It's We're getting close to making more EV batteries here, but we're not making all of them there. Tim Scott, um, he didn't really even debate the issues on hand. He talked about growing up in poverty, which... I don't know what that had to do with climate or climate change. He talks about bringing jobs back from China, which, again, I don't really know what that has to do with climate change. Um, He did do a good job of comparing us to the rest of the world and the fact that we do far better on the climate than anyone else does, which I'll I'll give him credit there because he did do the right comparison. We do the we do the ultimate as a country when it comes to being clean versus everyone else. He did mention that. Again, Burgum and Hutchinson, I didn't write anything down about what either one of those guys said. Okay, round three, we, they get into abortion, which 
they ha- I guess they have to. They didn't set this up, of course. The Fox News folks did. Nikki Haley, pro-life, believes in life. Stop. The one thing, though, that she's kind of right, kind of not on, is quit demonizing those that have one. And I would agree with her on that. You don't ever want to demonize somebody that has an abortion. They typically feel bad enough after having one, and this, I know, is not across the board, but a lot of folks, that, a lot of women that have abortions, even later on in life, especially 10, 15, 20 years down the road, regret that decision greatly. I, I know some of those individuals. She did say ban late-term abortions. And she did say that no president can make that decision. And she also said, and she has a point, there's not enough votes in the Senate to make anything happen that they were even talking about last night. So if you want a 15-week ban, for example, you know anything after 15 weeks, there's a ban on abortion, you want to do that on a federal basis, there's, there's not enough votes in the Senate to make that happen. She is correct in saying that. Now, after going and visiting my grandbaby last night, And looking at a baby that, and this is where the person that put this video up and was commenting is completely wrong. He's like, there's no states that will allow a full-term abortion without some sort of life-threatening issue with the mom. He's completely wrong. Flat-out wrong. California does. Colorado does. You can go up to Hearn, Dr. Hearn in Boulder, and be ready for delivery and go to him and get an abortion. And that baby... There's not a thing wrong with it. That baby would look like the baby I held last night. That was only, the time I got up there was about eight hours old. They wouldn't look any different. So the guy that put this video up that seems like a pretty sharp guy, he doesn't know things well enough, I guess, to know that there are states where you can get a full-term abortion in Colorado Boulder, Colorado, specifically, there is a doctor there that specializes in that. He specializes in murder. Let's just say it for what it is. He is a murderer. I've said that before. I'll keep saying it. The guy is Satan's son, as far as I'm concerned. He kills babies for a living. If you're on the left and don't like that, tough noogies. That's what this guy does for a living. He kills babies. So, Nikki was right. If you want to, because Pence, he starts off, I'll do a 15-week ban, blah, 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 blah. Well, it's great to say that, and they're great talking points, but you've got to get enough legislative backing, House and Senate, to make that happen, and we don't have that right now. Pence was correct that, and he corrected Nikki, abortion's a moral issue, not a political issue. He's right. I'll agree with him on that. Tim Scott said the same thing. He, you know, we must fight for life. And he was the same as Pence on the 15-week ban. Vivek did not chime in one way or the other, which, frankly, last night with everything else that went on was probably a good move on his part. Brad and Lakewood, you're up. I, I didn't bother to watch the debate last night. I don't know who I despise more, whether it be Fox News or Bill Barr, but I didn't even want to give Fox any ratings. I'm, so I just watched the Trump-Tucker uh, interview and... Uh, I already know I'm going to vote for Trump, uh, assuming he's a nominee, but the question is, who would he pick for the VP? You should have watched it last night to determine that, Brad, because really, because honestly, I think last night, if Trump were smart, and this is only after one debate, so a lot of things will happen you know, from this point forward, it would be Vivek. If he wants to win in 2024 and he ends up being the nominee, in my opinion, the only chance he's got of winning is to have a Vivek on his ticket. Well, uh, 
That'd be interesting, but I was listening to Dana Lesh last night, and she said Vivek supports a death tax of 59%. And if he supports a death tax of 59%— I doubt highly that that's what, he's, that that's what he believes in. I would, I would want to see that from him, from his own lips, because I doubt that highly. Knowing, knowing where he is fiscally and everything else, Brad, I would highly doubt that. Well, that's true. We should give uh, Vivek a chance to speak for himself, but— uh, Dana Lesh is a pretty credible source of information. And uh, she's just a talk show host that gets stuff fed to her on a regular basis as well. So I, 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 I would not believe that unless I saw that come out of his own mouth or his own campaign. And by the way, I'm interviewing his, his campaign manager on uh, Wednesday, so I will be sure to ask her, by the way. Well, I, I, did, I did send a, a comment on Vivek's Facebook page about that because I, I wanted to hear his side of the story, to be fair. And they're also saying... He's received money or some awards from the Soros Foundation. Uh, again, misinformation. It is George's brother. He got a scholarship to go to school that anyone would have taken, Brad, you and I included, because it was free money. It was it was Paul Soros, George's brother. And by the way, it was even at a time when, when George wasn't even doing the things that he's doing today, and Paul has since passed away. And Paul and George, by the way, were not one and the same. They had different stances on lots of different things. So it was a Soros foundation, but it was Paul, not George. So Again, a lot, lots of misinformation on that side of the aisle, our side of the aisle. Yeah, that's that's what I was just uh, getting ready to say. Now, if uh, he doesn't pick Vivek, uh, do you think Ron Johnson or Christy Noem would be good choices for VP? I don't think Christy wants to do it, so I doubt very seriously if that would even be something that she that she would do. I, I'm guessing you're going to have to pick one of those folks that was up on the stage to be your VP. I don't think I, I don't think I would go any other direction personally. And DeSantis would be good, but both Trump and DeSantis are from Florida, and you can't have the president and the VP from the same state. Yeah, and I don't know that that would be in in uh, right now the way DeSantis is is uh, looking and the way his campaign looks. I I wouldn't do that ticket personally if it were me. And the sad part was DeSantis should have waited till 2028 because uh, I think he would have been a great choice in 2028. He jumped in way too soon. Um, you could be right on that one, Brad. Again, you're more of a strategist than I am on that one. Hey, could I uh, make uh, one quick comment about HH, please? Sure. Now, the Libertarian Party is going to have a big picnic, and they're going to be against H.H., and they're uh, acting like they're coming to the rescue to stop H.H., but in a sense, they created the problem because when they run against uh, Republicans when they have, or Democrats, when they have no chance of winning, all it does is help elect Democrats. So in a sense, the Libertarian Party helped create the problem because they helped elect Democrats. Now they're trying to pretend like they're the heroes coming to the rescue, by having this picnic to uh, stop HH, and it's good they're trying to stop HH, but in a sense, aren't they trying to solve a problem they helped create? Um, I think there's a good point in that. Again, in Colorado, Brad, I, I mean, could you say that, yes, is that the exact problem? No. Our problem in Colorado is we, on our side, don't run very good candidates. We don't run very good campaigns. Really doesn't matter what the Libertarian Party does one way or the other. We're our own worst enemy. We can't win a campaign. If, we had, if, you know, if our life depended on it, we can't win, Brad. Does that, a lot of that go back 20 years ago? Because the Democrats can at least look 20 years down the road. The Republicans Probably. Yeah, I can't argue. I mean, at least 10, Brad. I don't know. I don't know about 20, but for, well, you probably could go back 20. Yeah, I mean, I've been on air for almost 10, and we haven't done a good job in 10 years. So, yeah, you could probably go back 20 years, Brad. Yeah, you're probably right on that. 
And one one thing about the Democrats is they campaigned 24-7 about a month or so ago. I gave my uh, next-door neighbor some literature on HH, and he said it was too it was too it was too early to worry about that. Well, it's never too it's never too early. Yeah, that that's what I say. So yeah. that's another problem is the people on our side of the aisle wait till two months before the election before they decide they, they want to get involved. The Democrats are probably already campaigning for 2028 because they they, yes. they never stop. They're they, 24/7. They, they, you, as you know, they are they are a machine, and they are a fairly unified machine, although right now with what's going on with Biden, maybe not as unified as it's been in the past, but typically a unified machine, yes. And, do you, and do believe think, me, once they figure out the Biden thing, they'll be unified. Do you, who, do you, who do you think the Democrats will pick in 2020? Do you think they'll still stick with Biden? No. And they won't go with RFK? That, that's why we really have to be careful nominating Trump, because Trump against Newsom will be a tough battle that I don't know that he can win, Brad. Yeah, that, that, that's scary. And all the damage that Newsom's done to California, and people still want to vote for him. Problem is, it's California, and people look at it that way, and he's already deflecting on some of those things, talking about you know why they have some of the situations they have, and what he'll run on is the fact that California's its own country, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and I heard even Trump last night talking about how he can beat anybody, including Newsom. Well, I wish that were true, Brad, but it's not. And uh, what, what, how do you think uh, California got in the position? Is, is, is it in, do you think it's because of Reagan's time to amnesty in 86, and that was the beginning? Oh, I think between that and so many different, you know, Democrats that have led from Jerry Brown, you know, on down. I mean, it, it has been a, a, how should you say this? The cancer's been there for a long time, Brad. It just keeps spreading and spreading and spreading. And you can still watch a, a rerun of the Fox debates, so maybe I should... Uh, you, you should. I mean, I, I would encourage you at least watch it to kind of get an idea of, of you know, who's what and, and what their stances are on certain things. And I will tell you this. Anytime you have one individual, and that was Vivek last night, when you have one individual that everybody else is attacking, he's the guy to watch. And I, I was just worried about that, that, that death tax thing and the Soros stuff. But you say all this the Soros stuff I'm not worried about. I'll have to look into the death tax thing and find out exactly what his position is and why. And, you know, if, in fact, that's his position, why does he feel that way? Uh, I don't feel that. I mean, most of these these people that are, are leaving things to their, you know, as far as their inheritance goes and leaving it on to the next generations have already worked really hard and paid taxes on all of that all along. Why should the heirs have to pay more? I understand it. That's it, it my hurts. thought. It hurts the farmers more than anything because most of the farmers' money is tied up. In it hurts a lot of people, Brad, even small businesses and so on. It's, it's yeah, you know, true. to your point, it's farmers, but it's even a lot of folks that have worked their entire life to build a business. They then leave that to heirs, and now the heirs may not even be able to continue on with the business because the death tax is too high. So, yeah, no, I, I am not a – and, again, I would have to look and see exactly what his his thoughts are on that and how that's even couched. I mean, is this over a certain amount of – of income? Is it just certain types of, of inheritance? I mean, I have no idea what his position is, and, and I haven't read anything on that. I see. So uh, when, is, uh, when are you going to have a VEX uh, campaign? Wednesday. Wednesday? N- next Wednesday, right? Next uh, next Wednesday at, I can tell you right now, we should have her on. Uh, or sorry, I'm sorry, Tuesday. It, I'm, I'm working on it. I don't have it confirmed yet, but Tuesday at 4. Okay, and, and we can call in and ask questions? You should be able to. Yeah, I think I'll have her on long enough to do that. 
Okay, I'll be listening then. Okay, Brad, I appreciate that very much. Guys, uh, David, hang tight. I'll come right back to you. Don't go anywhere. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Speaking of inheritance tax and all those different things, make sure that you're prepared on the tax side of things as well when it comes to your financial future, and Al can help you with that as well. Golden Eagle Financial, 303-744-1128. You've been saving diligently for years without the help of an advisor like Golden Eagle Financial. So why should you start now? Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that when your nest egg is small, you can get by with an automated service or app. But as your savings grow, you need a trusted personal advisor like Al to help you navigate difficult market conditions. Golden Eagle Financial Plans can make up to 20% more than automated services on average, meaning you'll create more income when you need it. Al Smith's 30 years of experience has taught him how to keenly watch the market, and it tells him when it's smart to make a move based on your risk tolerance. You need Golden Eagle Financial to make objective calls on your assets and protect your nest egg in the smartest, most thoughtful way. Don't take your retirement plans into your own hands. Trust the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and protect your future by going to klzradio.com slash money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Stream Auto Repair, where I know I hate to use that word, winter and snow, but make sure that you're prepared for both as we head that direction, and Extreme can help you with all the things your vehicle needs. 303-841-1071. The hot temps around the Denver metro area are just getting hotter, and Extreme Auto Repair wants you and your vehicle to stay cool. When the heat outside swelters, you are at a much higher risk of your engine overheating and failing, leaving you stranded and waiting on a tow. You know to check your coolant frequently, but did you know that low engine oil can also cause your engine to overheat faster? This is especially important in the mountains where your car is driven much harder than on flat ground. Simple things like regular oil changes done on time with extreme auto repair can help protect your engine and keep you safe. In the harsh and ever-changing Colorado weather, it's important to make sure that your car is always in tip-top shape. And Extreme Auto Repair will help you make that happen. Appointments are required for services and inspection. So to schedule your visit to Extreme Auto Repair, go to klzradio.com slash extreme today. Okay, in our home transitions, you get two realtors for the price of one, and they would love to help you, and they'll take the stress out of buying or selling a home. KLZRadio.com is where you find them. You're stuck. You need to sell that house. Inflation means a remodel is going to cost a fortune, and high interest rates means your price is spiraling by the day. KNR Home Transitions uses a revolutionary new service called ReUp to do it all for you. ReUp will remodel your home at no upfront cost and split the profit with you when the home sells. Think about it. Sure. You could remodel the place yourself, put in the work, hire and pay the contractors, clean the messes, and market it online yourself. But your time is valuable, and you don't have months to do it and foot the bill for the work up front. You want your place sold now and for what you feel it is worth. 
K&R knows your market. They know what sells and they can be a one-stop shop so you can go about your life without worrying about the stress that comes with doing a remodel to sell. Get started now by going to klzradio.com home or call them at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. David, you're next. Go ahead. Hello, John. As hey, usual, David. Good hearing from you. An incredible show, man. I watched both the debate and the Tucker-Trump yep. uh, festival. It was just wonderful. It was, it was, uh, it was as far as the debate, debate goes, Vivek Ramaswamy was, was, he was just epic. He was just yeah, guy's pretty sharp. You got to admit, David. I mean, there's a lot of people oh, that don't know him and or don't like him, but you can not like him all you want, but he's still sharp. He is fantastic. The biggest disappointment was Tom Tim Scott. Oh, I know. I, was, I agree, David. Thank you. I was. I really expected more out of him. I I expected him to answer questions. Yes. Not, not deflect. Go off to the side and 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 whistle off these. Yep. These pat canned answers. That's right. I that, agree. That made him look really bad. I Christie lived up to my oh, oh yeah yeah thank you yeah you live and, and, you know the other thing though Dave and I said this earlier and I mean this you know I really do think or I thought Pence was a pretty nice guy after last night I I don't think so I just I like that guy even less today than I did yesterday. You know he 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 tried to look assertive. He tried to look powerful. He tried to almost look like a tough guy like Trump. But he came across as a jerk. Yeah, he failed miserably. Yes, he did. I mean, he's very articulate, uh, but he failed miserably. And and DeSantis, uh, you know, he, yeah, I mean, he was good. But he was too formula. He was yep. too pat. He was yep. too. He's better when he's 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 answering questions on the fly. Agree. He's much better when he's Agreed. doing it like that. Well, he, and he, and he could have had. He's one that could have toned it up a notch or two. Not that I wanted him to be Pence, but he could have raised that a little bit. He there were times where, in fact, even one point, I'm sure you saw it, where the the questions went to him, and he sort of stood there for a, you know literally probably ten seconds, which seems like an eternity, where they were finally like. You know, Mr. DeSantis, you're next, or you know, Governor DeSantis, you're next. And he was, he was like, sort of had this deer in the headlight look. And I'm kind of trying to think, are you having a Mitch McConnell moment there, Ron? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, he was. Well, you noticed he was late to raise his hand. Yes. And, uh, I mean, that's indecisiveness. That's, I didn't like that right. either. Thank you, David. Oh my gosh, that was. And Vivek was bam, bam. He was right there. Vivek is decisive. That, that is. man is. He's laser focused, and yep. it was now Nikki Haley. She was she was the first person to attack Trump without she, she even. She was, and, and again, she's a she's a sharp individual as well. And again, mm-hmm. she you know I, I think I could be wrong, but I think she's probably somebody looking at. Listen, I don't have a snowball's chance of being president, but can I get on that VP ticket? I really feel like that's what she's vying for. I think she could too, and uh, it was funny when she. Uh, when she went after the Trump budget, how Pence tried to jump in there and defend himself on that. There's nothing to defend, and, David. 
Yes, it wasn't anything to defend. He got our military back. He got the he got the border fixed. He, um, I mean, he he cut taxes, and the and the and the economy was booming. If we had not had COVID, that money would yep. have been made up. No, no problem. I agree, but, and they mismanaged but, COVID, which you know we we now see. The other thing that I didn't care for Nikki last night, by the way, and this was kind of going into the next round, so you might as well go there. Is this whole nonsense, David? Uh, of all these individuals that were up there, her, Pence, and others wanting to keep funneling money to Ukraine, just hand over fist, hand over fist, I do not agree with. Uh, at all. At all. In fact, and people are going to hear me say it on your show, and you got hundreds of thousands of listeners. You know, Putin went after those. He, I believe he was going after those labs. Agree. There is something to him going after those labs, and the billions of dollars that are going into Ukraine are not going into the are not going into the military. They're going into pockets. No, they're lining pockets. David, I agree with you on that. They're lining pockets. Now, I think Putin had two things. I think that's part of it. I think he also is an old KGB guy. He wants the entire USSR back. I do believe that wholeheartedly. They said that last night, and I agree with that. But you know, the way I look at this one is. We have put far too much money into that deal already. It's not our war. We've got our own. And, and Vivek was huge on this, as you saw last night. Put that same money yeah. in our southern border and see how see how our country looks at the end of the day. I tell you, on the next on the next debate, I'm looking forward to Larry Elder being on there. Oh, good one. I'm really looking because yep. I think he's going to he is the he's the counterpoint to Tim yep. Scott. Larry Elder will answer the questions and he, oh my god did you did you get a chance to see him on the breakfast club i did not and with that david i got i'm sorry i got to take a break top of the hour okay, but no, okay. no i appreciate you david thank you very much american national insurance is next we got to make sure that uh, your insurance is covered you're handled you're insured properly and my good friend paul lumberger can do that for you 303-662-0789 paul lumberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way Saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. He is your estate planner, 720-394-6887. If you don't use Michael Bailey, the Mobile Estate Planner, the government will be happy to decide everything for you. It is up to you to dictate exactly what happens to your assets when you pass. Otherwise, a court will be happy to take care of it for you. They offer an easy 144-month estimated turnaround to sort out your assets. And in some cases, they can even draw your case out longer. Why would you want to put your family through the trauma of this kind of scenario and allow state probate courts and investigators to invade every aspect of their privacy? 
Doing things the right way now with Michael Bailey means that your dying wishes will be honored exactly as you intend. Completing a will with Michael Bailey means that your full estate will go to your family instead of a third or more going to pay legal fees to battle it out later. Let Michael Bailey give your family peace after your death by getting your affairs in order now. Get started by going to klzradio.com slash estate. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, folks, have been talking to Josh here of late, and they've got good inventory, lots of sales, lots of things going on. So if you need a vehicle, it's the place to go. RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. Roof Savers of Colorado, your roof inspected, repaired, replaced. 303-710-6916. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303 710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we have an urgent call to action from OpenTheBooks.com. We'll talk about that as soon as we come back. Don't go anywhere. Hour 3 is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.